When your child speaks, do you hear her when the correct pronoun is she, such as in her do it? Lots of children do this, and parents wonder, should I ignore it? Or should I let the children correct it in their own time? Well, by the end of today's episode, you will know how to intervene in a simple, fun, and effective way, and you'll know when not to intervene. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. Welcome to the language of play. Before we begin, I would like to read a review from Liz, who writes, so helpful and gives five stars. She writes, I was worried about my newish one-year-old's speech acquisition. The episode on reading a story with a one-year-old was exactly what I needed. It had examples of how to implement, along with the explanation of how language acquisition works at that age. Thank you for the great work. You're welcome, Liz. And that is so important, isn't it, all of you, that you understand how it is that you can implement what your child needs when you're doing it. That episode was episode and you can find a link to it in the show notes. Literacy is an amazing way to teach our children about language and about the world. And in that episode, we talked about how you don't need to read the book as written. Sometimes, especially with one and two-year-olds, sometimes we just want to talk about the pictures. Sometimes we want to find something in the picture that we have in the house, just to acknowledge that these are the same things. So the child understands the three-dimensional item is the same thing represented in that two-dimensional picture. When we're talking about our youngest language-developed kids, it is important to read the book the way they're able to understand it, the way they're able to consume it. And that isn't going to be the same way it seems to us that we're supposed to read the book. We tend, as parents and adults and readers, we tend to want to read a book start to finish, left to right. 
beginning to end. But it doesn't have to be like that, especially with our littles. Sometimes the kids want to open up to just one page, and that's all you talk about. And you talk about everything on that page. And then you shut the book. And you have had story time. So you've heard it here. I'm telling you that that is okay. As your child gets older and more developed in their comprehension of reading and literacy, and more and more familiar with books, they will gain better listening skills, more attention to the words, and enjoy it more. But when they are at a lower level, stick with them where they're at. Everyone will have more joy and it'll be happier. Now that basic concept that we just talked about with regards to this review is also really pertinent to what it is that we're talking about today as a topic. Because we're talking about pronouns. Lots of our children don't really understand when you're supposed to say she and when you're supposed to say her. Also, our kiddos less commonly, but they do get mixed up with he and him. This episode today is not about gender identity. It is about learning what the pronouns are. Recently, I had somebody ask me about his three-year-old, what pronouns he was supposed to teach. And that little three-year-old did not yet have the basics. So think of it this way. Do you learn how to shampoo your hair before you learn what water is? Obviously not. You will have exposed your child to a bath, running water, playtime in water, you washing their hair, you washing their body, lots and lots of times before you have your child try to shampoo their own hair. Think of pronouns this way. We need to learn the basics later on when you are expanding their understanding of the world and things going on in the broader world from their very small world, then you can talk about gender identity. Right now, we're going to talk about the basics, the pronouns. And we start with the basics of he, she, and me. Kids make mistakes with these pronouns from the time they begin talking until, oh, occasional errors remaining around age four is typical. But often by age four, it's all getting sorted out with just that remaining error. If your child is outside of this norm, then certainly do the things that I'm going to be teaching you shortly. Now, it's a little easier to start off by telling you when not to correct your child. And here are your three times that you do not want to intervene at all. The first one is if your child is new to talking. So when they're new to talking, accept everything they say with joy and move on. We Yes, we repeat back to them for clarity, but you aren't correcting anything. You're just encouraging if they're new to talking. The second time is on the other end of the spectrum. If you hear your child correcting themselves, don't correct them when they're correcting themselves because they're already doing it. And so your addition is discouraging. It ends up feeling patronizing to the child, and sometimes children will not want to keep talking to you. Obviously, that is not what we're after. If you are here at this podcast, you are trying to build that communication and connection. So don't jump the gun 
If you notice that your child has started to correct themselves, then give them a few silent moments to catch themselves. And the third time when you do not correct your child is this. If your child is in the middle of a story and the content that they're trying to tell you is difficult for them to get out, they're concentrating on what is the word that I need to say in order to say this thing, don't worry about correcting. At that point, it is so much more valuable to really be an active listener and be engaged in what it is that your child is trying to tell you. So now that you have those three don't correct times, let's move on to the simplicity of when you do correct. I'm realizing at this moment I haven't put out an episode that is actually teaching pronouns yet from the beginning. And today we're focused on the correcting of pronouns that are wrong. So I want you to realize that how you correct is more important than when you correct. The how happens through active listening. In active listening, we hear the content of what our child is saying. And when they're saying something in the incorrect form, we say it back to them for clarity. But we use the right form. So it looks like this. Your child says, her took my book. And you say back, she took your book? You can see that the content of the message remains the same. And your child is validated for the content of what they're saying but you have been able to place the example again in their ears of the correct way that that sentence is supposed to be said. And so they don't really realize that they're being corrected, but you drop in again an understanding of the right form. Doing it this way is not fast, but it is simple. It is fun because we are interacting with our kids and it is effective over time. And part of the reason that it's so effective is because it fits in your everyday life, living your life. It's not an extra job you need to do. This strategy, this simple strategy works for many grammatical structures that you want to teach your child. So that's it. You are going to Focus on how you correct, and that is through active listening. And that means that you're going to repeat back to them what it is that they say using the correct form. But remember the nots. You're not going to derail a conversation with them doing it. In those moments are when we don't correct them. So I hope you enjoy this strategy in your home, moms and dads, as you watch your young one develop their pronouns along the way. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children? I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. 
Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about. <laughs>